You're listening to the Creating Healthy Families podcast, a podcast designed to prompt purposeful relationships in your family. Now, here's your host, Link Taylor. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Creating Healthy Families. So glad that you're with us today in a very unique time in our nation, a time of uncertainty with the coronavirus and its impact on uh, man, just society, schools, businesses, um, you know, all of that, uh, churches and their homes. And so um, glad you're with us today, and uh, I pray that today is going to be a good time of encouragement. And um, today we have with us Taylor Johnson. Taylor is our children's minister down at our Station Hook campus. Taylor, glad you're with us today. Yeah, it's glad to be here today. Um, and uh, brought Taylor in uh, just to talk about uh, the the subject of families in uh, – Really, in in a time of of uncertainty, and uh, and how to shepherd your children uh, when the world is panicking. And yeah. so, but Taylor, tell me a little bit about your your family, married to Janae, about your kids a little bit, and then we'll just kind of jump into this subject. And uh, hopefully, it's a good, encouraging time for our families. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, married to Janae, we've been married uh, for eight years, going on nine. And uh, got two kids, Graham and Molly Ann. They're three and four years old. So Graham is four. He'll be five in July. Molly Ann will be four in September. So our house is is a lot of fun. It's active. It's very <laughs> active. Not a lot of downtime in the Johnson household. And, and you, man, you guys enjoy being outside too. It's oh yeah, pretty cool to see oh, yeah. some of the posts you guys are doing. Really enjoy it and that. Yeah. Oh yeah, our kids they would they would much rather be outside if at all possible. They cried actually last night. We we're going to go on a walk outside just to get out of the house because Janae was sick and i was at home taking care of the kids and we just need to get out of the house and i was like well, let's go on a walk and went outside and it's actually raining and my kids started, they were crying because we couldn't go on a walk because it was raining so i was like dude i like going on a walk but not that bad so yeah. so this being outdoors man it is a generational thing for you and how, how many generations you think it's come down to to uh just it, the johnson family enjoying being outdoors Gosh. and, and hunting and fishing and all that kind of stuff i mean it's it's been a while hasn't it i mean it seems yeah like- yeah it's interesting <clears throat> i love the outdoors i love to hunt and fish uh I, I hunt a lot more than i fish but um my dad is not you know an outdoorsman in the sense of hunting and fishing but he he would he loves to be outside doing anything yeah. outside even if it's raking leaves he'd rather be outside than inside and my grandfather he hunted you know but he grew up in the great depression so he hunted out of necessity oh, not wow. not yeah. out of you know, for fun or for sport, you know, um, it's because they, they literally needed the meat. And so he tells stor- stories of him being nine years old with a 12-gauge shotgun and laying on the forest floor and shooting squirrels out of a tree with with Army shotgun shells because that's the oh, only that's thing awesome. that was being made. So, yeah, but my grandfather was a farmer. My dad farmed for a long time before he got into insurance. And so the outdoors, whether it be hunting, fishing, hiking, or work, we just we love to be outside. Yeah, well, that's awesome. Well, um, yeah, being outside and doing things as a family and um, and being together as a family is probably one of the things that's <laughs> on our uh, our listeners' minds <laughs> as especially, you know, we're really just kind of now entering this, uh, what is the, this, this coronavirus impact on our families and society really look like? Mm-hmm. But as, as we're kind of looking into the future a little bit, um, it may be daunting, it may be... Um, you know, just the unknown. Uh, but today we want to look at, uh, yeah, as, as Taylor kind of uh, wants to unpack, the shepherding children, your children, when the world is panicking. So, 
Man, just kind of do some opening thoughts about that before we kind of get into themes. What what made you kind of want to come in here and, and talk and kind of unpack this subject today? Yeah, well, you know, it's interesting because we live in in a society that is that is quick to to be fearful um, and to overreact in that sense, and and you know, surely, you know, within this context, the coronavirus is certainly not something to take lightly. Um, you know, but the question could be asked, you know, are we responding, you know, in a healthy way? Um, cause it's one thing to be concerned and to take, you know, necessary precautions, but, you know, by, you know, there's a big difference in, in taking precautions and, and being cautious, um, and being fearful. Um, and yeah. so, and, you know, and it's, I mean, it's everywhere. I mean, it's in the news, you know, kids are out of school, um, it's on social media, TV, radio. I mean, it's everywhere you look, it's coronavirus, 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 and everybody's talking about it. Everybody's worried. Everybody's at the stores and mm-hmm. doing all this stuff. And so our kids are getting exposed to all this all this craziness. Um, and so because they're getting to see a lot of it firsthand and, and, and hearing it, seeing it, and living it now of being home and ha- not having school for the next two or three weeks, um, you know, I know that they're going to be having questions of, you know, What's going on? Is is life going to be okay? Are we going to be okay as a family? Right. And navigating that as as a parent, saying, you know, how do I how do I respond to my child in a way that's not going to instill fear in them, but that's going to instill hope and in pointing them to Christ in the midst of all the chaos? And so, how do we how do we do that as a family? Um, you know, and so and it's hard because you know there is so much outside influence coming into mm-hmm. the home because of TV and social media and internet and whatnot. Um, there's so many outside voices. And so trying to be the constant voice at home saying, Hey, I know this is what you're seeing on TV and the media is super hyper about this thing. Right. Um, and so how do we, how do we unpack that as a family and help them know that, you know, yes, we're going to be safe. We're going to be careful. We're going to take necessary precautions, but at the end of the day, we're going to, we're going to put our trust and hope in the Lord and not in Fox News yeah. or CNN or whatever else. No, it is. that's great, and I can't wait to jump into some of these themes that you have mentioned here uh, as I look at this. But yeah, just and, and in the midst of us as we're leading our families, we're going through these emotions mm-hmm. and unknowns, and so uh, many times it's so good, you know, during this podcast. Hopefully, everybody can just kind of stop and 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 have a unique perspective of of how we're leading our children and how our how our children are seeing things uh, in our families uh, because of the way that we're responding. So, yeah. Uh, well, Taylor, jump into some of these themes um, and maybe maybe mention some best practices of of what does it look like to to shepherd your children during these times. Yeah, um, you know, one of the things that we talked about it briefly just a second ago. That you know, every, everybody's kind of in a state of panic. It's just a matter of where on the spectrum of panic you're in. Right. Because if we're gut level honest. You know what drives what drives fear? It's usually uncertainty, and right now this is completely unprecedented, and we don't know what tomorrow is going to be like, and we don't know, you know, what it the changes state, by the minute. It, almost. By the yeah. minute, you yeah. know, it's like our, you know, we we just got out of a staff meeting, and we're talking about about plans that we have as a church for the next several weeks, and we made we had a meeting last week to talk about the same thing, and now it's all completely it's changed because right. yeah. every single minute it seems like more news comes out and, and CDC and health department and so on and so forth, they had different plans. And so because of that, we're having to adapt our plans as a church and how we meet and do we meet, do we not meet, and all these types of things. So we're all uncertain on what's going to happen, and because of that, we are fearful to some degree and worried about the future. Um, 
And so trying to figure out, you know, how we how we respond, how we react when we hear this news and we hear of someone who we know um, or maybe even we don't know, even if they're just in our community or even in the county that we live in. Well, there's been a positive case of coronavirus in Williamson County or Murray County, wherever you live. Oh, my goodness. You know, I I know somebody who knows that somebody and, Mm -hmm. you know, are we going to get it? And, you know, how can we how can we respond? So one of the things is just being being aware and mindful that that children often mirror our reaction or our response. So if they see if they see a a lot of fear in us, a lot of times they, too, will be fearful. You know, if we if we remain calm, a lot of times they will remain calm. Now, kids are still going to be kids. I don't know that they're ever truly calm. Um, But in this but in that sense, though, um, you know, we need to be mindful that um, our kids are always listening. They're always watching, even when we feel like they're not. And so, if they see fear in us, they're gonna they're gonna mirror that and respond because they're just little imitators, is all they are. So when they see us afraid, you see, because mom and dad are afraid, because you know, kids look at us, you know, as Superman and Superwoman, right? They don't see any wrong in us. They think that we can take care of the world and we're gonna be safe and okay as long mm-hmm. as mom and dad are okay. But if they yeah. see Superman and Superwoman scared. Well, if they're scared, there's something I need to be scared about, scared right. about too. So, you know, just so letting our response as the parents and adults point our children to our confidence in Christ instead of instead of fear, something that we need to be mindful of. Yeah, you know, I think too. Uh, just to going off what you were talking about. Well, one is we as parents have got to be growing ourselves. You know, mm-hmm. Go back. Uh, you know, the scriptures about us us understanding who we are in Christ, identity, and what scripture talks about confidence and, and assurance in him and and so that's you know the overflow of our hearts are going to come are kind of come through in that i think the other one kind of going what you were saying i think in our in our marriages if there's tough conversations to have we don't need to have them right in front of the kids right and yeah. uh because that um yeah, we we don't want them maybe to see certain reactions yeah, yeah. you know if, if those tougher times come I and mean, it's yeah. crazy now uh, and uh, we don't know. It, it is a time of uncertainty. We don't know. But I think for conversations between parents uh, to kind of lean in on each other and have, maybe have the cover, tougher conversations might be good. Yeah. To not have it in front of your children. So, yeah. 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 And and to be aware of that. Absolutely. So. Yeah. And depending on the age of your child, too. I mean, you know, if you've got a – like for me, I've got a – the three and a four year old, they have no idea what's going on. Right. Um, so I've got that going for me that they're they're still clueless yeah. that there's anything going on in the world. Right. Um, other than we've only got three rolls of toilet paper left at the house and we got to figure. <laughs> but well, that's panic. <laughs> the, the good news is is we've still got baby wipes because our our daughter still is is in the finishing stages of, of that. But yeah. Um. So we'll be good for a while. But um. Other than that, they have no idea. But you know, if you've got a you know, um, uh, an elementary age or older or older child, they're out of school. They they know why they're out of school. Yeah, and I think having those having some conversations in front of them might be good because you're bringing them into reality and 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 processes and how to think yeah. through. Yeah, but I think some of those younger ones, I think we just need to we need to filter maybe in, in full on in front of them. Yeah, we it, uh, you know what it looks like. And one of the really neat things I had a conversation with a parent um, on Sunday morning. We had a few of us that still went to church on Sunday morning. Uh, for our live stream, and one of the guys who was shooting our video is a parent of a little girl in the children's ministry at Station Hill, um, and he shared with me that uh, she made a profession of faith on Saturday night, and it all started as a result of this coronavirus scare because it really brought up some questions of there's people dying, there's yeah. people who are really sick, wow. and through that conversation of this coronavirus and the scare and whatnot, 
it led to a conversation at home between she and her mom, and she prayed to receive Christ that night as a result of all this. And so there are, you know, there are positive things that are coming as a result of the coronavirus, but still having, you know, having age appropriate conversations with your kids can be fruitful, but you need to take their age into into consideration for sure. Thinking through panic and and that kind of thing. Uh, I I like your, your point there. So, yeah. All right. What are some other themes that you got? Um, another thought is just you know when when you know with kids one of the one of the first needs that they develop um, even as a as a baby one of the most innate needs is the, is the sense of safety and security and um, and just feeling that at home and um, and needing and needing to feel like everything's okay even if they're not and so. Uh, you know, when we find ourselves in the midst of chaos in society and confusion, fear, tragedy, or death, whatever it may be, children still need to feel safe and secure. And I think one of the best ways for us to accomplish this is just simply by being together as a family, you know, eating together, playing together, uh, spending quality time together. And so, and if possible, and I know some, you know, with school and whatnot, some businesses are closed. It, you know, it might be a little bit difficult, but when possible, keep your daily routines and, and rhythms, keep, keep them going if at mm-hmm. all possible. Um, now, thing is, there's going to be a lot of time spent with your kids probably in the next couple of weeks because they're and out of school. that could be daunting, seriously, yeah. for, some, oh, yeah. for some of our families. Yeah. What yeah, do we do with our kids that. all yeah. day, every day, other than yeah. the eight I mean, or nine reality hours is some of them are like, we don't even know if we like each other certain <laughs> times, you because know, it gets so serious at times. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And now they're saying, well, they're gonna be, we're going to be together a lot. Yeah. And so, I mean, all yeah. these homeschool parents are like, yeah, see what we do? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> see, see what I've got? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But yeah. it does give an opportunity for families to – to, you know, like they would say to us, well, you don't understand us. Well, what an opportunity to, to change, the, to shift the whole paradigm of, yeah. of what it looks like to be family. Yeah. I love that that thought. I think that, yeah, the word there is with. Yeah. What does it look like to be with other family members? Mm-hmm. Where bef- What an opportunity that this presents us. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're seeing things we can't do, but, mm-hmm. man, what? let's look at what we can, what we are able to do. Yeah. That that this allows us. So I think yeah. I love that idea of being with and being, um, yeah, with each other. Yeah, and that's one of the things that this this issue with coronavirus is kind of forcing families to do is to be with each other because there's a big difference between being around your family and being with your family. You know, mm-hmm. because you know when when everything is normal in the world. You know, you might be around your family. You know, you got a kid on this couch on their iPad, another kid in another room playing Xbox, and mom's in the kitchen, and dad's mowing the grass, whatever. Everybody's around each other, but they're all doing different things, but they're not with each other. There's a big difference. And this and this situation that we're finding ourselves in right now with potential of quarantine and schools being out and, you know, businesses being closed, restaurants are closed down, all that kind of thing, it's forcing everybody to kind of be with each other. Mm-hmm. So I think just like your, to your point, just taking advantage of this time to be with each other because your kids need it, you know, to, to have some um, st- some stability and some normalcy yeah. and to feel safe. I mean, safe Netflix is going to be watched a lot. Disney Channel, oh, yes. Oh, man, Disney Plus is going to be worn out. But what an opportunity, yeah, to turn all that off, turn screens off, and just play old-school board games. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, man, bring back old-school competition. Yeah. Well, I guess that's Break good. out the battleship. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man, absolutely. That's a good idea. I'm yeah. Go home and play that. <laughs> all right, what uh, what else you got? I think just to to remember too, you know, that kids as just like they need stability and normalcy, 
they also need they also need hope because you know when when we're afraid one thing that we want to know is 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 everything going to be okay you know in the long run at the, when when all the dust settles of this coronavirus you know will everything be okay will things resume to normal and will will our family be okay will i be okay um, cuz right now when you think about you know spring Sports is canceled. Spring, everything's canceled. You know, yeah. um, it's just everything is shut down. So everything, it's hard for us to get our minds around. Yeah, too. it's yeah. crazy. I mean, yeah. literally, I mean, I mean, think about you know, music concerts, NCAA tournament, the Masters is postponed, NFL spring training is postponed, Major League Baseball is postponed. I mean, everything weddings that were coming, weddings. Oh I mean, my gosh, yeah. tons of stuff. And we've got church events already that we're having to rethink because mm-hmm. it's just not going to work. Right. Yeah. Um, and so, so everything is just out of place from what we're used to with normalcy. Mm-hmm. And and so and so because of that, kids are wanting to know deep down, you know, is everything going to be okay? And that's what we just need to to, to remind them. That the coronavirus or sickness or trials, tragedies, you know, whatever it may be, does not have the last word. And the oh, great thing about so uh, about us as believers is we have a, a unique perspective um, that the rest of the world doesn't have, um, is that we know the rest of the story. We know what the last page of the chapter in the book says, is that Christ is going to have the last word. So regardless of how bad or how stressful life is in the moment, you know, it's it's easy for us to look at it on the on the, on the runway level and see, man, we're facing this, 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 and this is right in our face. So we think about if you can look at it from a biblical perspective and think about it through the lens of scripture and look at it from a thirty thousand foot view and say, you know what? Yeah, right, right here on the runway, it's daunting and intimidating and scary and and all the unknowns. But you think about what is it going to look like. You know, in in a year from now, you know, it'll be a blip on the radar. Right. Um, and what's it going to look like in ten years, thirty years, fifty years? And at the end of the day, Christ is going to have the last word. And so, because of that, we have this unique perspective and 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 in hope to know, you know what? Yeah, this is scary, but you know what? We're going to be okay. I mean, regardless of what happens, no matter how bad it may be, um, no matter how, you know how hard of a turn for the worse it turns. We're going to be okay because we are in Christ, and uh, He's got that. us. Because culture is does not look through the lens of Scripture, <laughs> no. and it is bombarding our homes. Mm-hmm. You talk about news, social media, everything is yeah. is through the lens of of a humanistic, you know, kind of world mm-hmm. view. The here and now. They're oh, not yeah. looking through lens of the gospel and and God being on his throne, you know, they're not doing that. So that's why it's so important to do what you're talking about. So I want to jump into, you mentioned some scriptures here. Yeah. Uh, so talk about, yes, we all know the importance of scripture, yeah. but, but it's one thing of just talking about scripture and actually putting that in, in front of your family. Yeah. So, well, it, you know, I just wanted to, to, you know, to provide for families, you know some some tangible you know scriptures, and this is just a small fragment of of the many that that you could use as a family. But you know, there's just a few of these that are just um, good to help instill hope in them um, from scripture. And and thing is, like you know, of anything that we want to use to instill hope, like scripture needs to be at the top of that list um, because at the end of the day, like you said a second ago, like regardless of the chaos that we're living in right now. You know, God is still reigning on his throne, and he wasn't surprised by the coronavirus or the fact that kids are out of school or baseball is canceled or gymnastics is canceled. God knew all of that. Mm -hmm. And to think about how amazing it is that we serve a God who knew that 
and who wasn't surprised by it and is still in control. And so you use it in Scripture to say, hey, the same, the same God who inspired these Scriptures to be, right. to be written. And how quickly we can forget that. Yeah, yeah. And that's why God calls us to remember so many things is because yeah. we can so quickly forget. Yeah. And uh, – and so, yeah, no, I love what you're saying. So, about just that. just to remind your family, like, hey, like these aren't these aren't mom and dad's words. These are these are God's words for us in times like this, you know. And so, you know, like John fourteen seventeen, a peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. I do not give you, I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your heart be troubled or fearful. Mm-hmm. Um, Psalm twenty three four, you know, even when I walk through the darkest valley, I fear no danger, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff they comfort me. Romans eight thirty eight and 39. For I am persuaded that neither life, nor death, nor angels, nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor any other created thing will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. And I, I, love, I love that, you know, because if I had to come up with, you know, I don't know what, what, the, uh, what the message translation says, but, uh, you know, you could, you could kind of throw in there that I'm persuaded that, you know, Neither health nor coronavirus can separate me <laughs> from because well, it applies. Good. You know, I mean, I mean, thirty exactly. It's, it's anything. That's the yeah. That Nothing. is the per- prevailing uh, thought today. Is that yeah? yeah that that's the, that's the threat of today. yeah. That yeah. nothing at all in this world can separate you from the love of Christ. And so say, you know what? You may you may be afraid or fearful, but you know what? Like nothing can separate you from the love of Christ. Nothing. Um, and so I love that one, you know, and then Psalm 27, one, the Lord is my light, my salvation. Whom shall I fear? I'm not going to fear anyone or anything. I'm not going to, I'm not going to live in fear because I know that the Lord is, is there for me and he is my salvation. Uh, first Peter five, seven, cast all your cares on him because he cares for you. That's such a great one because it reminds kids like, you know, God loves you. He cares for you, you know, and, and just for being, like you said, reminding yourselves that, that God is on your side. He He cares for you, and uh, and He's in your corner. And then 2 Timothy 1, 7, for God has not given us a spirit of fear, but one of power, love, and sound judgment. Um, so, you know, yeah. it doesn't say don't be, it doesn't say, you know, don't, uh, don't take precaution, it doesn't say don't be smart, um, you know, but, you know, don't, don't necessarily live in a spirit of fear, but you know, he's also he's also giving you a mind to to use a brain. So you know, use your mind, trust in the Lord. Though it's a it's a mixture of you know, have faith that God's going to have it all in control, but don't necessarily be passive and just don't you know don't take any precaution. Like still use your sound judgment in your mind to to do mm-hmm. kind of follow best practices. Yeah, and this is first in our hearts, as Deuteronomy six, you know. Uh, four says, yeah. First, first in our hearts, I do remember six, six in there, and then, and then into our children. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, if you're on the airplane. Put, you know, if the oxygen mask falls first, put it on your, your, your face first, and then your children. Get God's word in your heart first. Yeah. And then, uh, and then model that, and then get that in your children. Man, Taylor, thank you so much, man, for coming today. Yeah, thanks for having me. And I appreciate it. I'm gonna turn it back to our listeners. Um, and pray this time was just an encouraging time for you all. And you know, in a time of uncertainty, and uh, don't really know, you know, what the uh, what the next hour or two or day and what that looks like, what that holds. Uh, 
But as as Taylor reminded us, uh, you know, God's on His throne. He knows, and we trust. And and what incredible anchors that we can attach and we can tether to in times like this. So, yeah. So if you can just want to think through two to three things that have been said today, uh, maybe some prompts of best practices that you could do as a family. Uh, last thing we want to do is just, hey, have some good thoughts here, and then we you turn off the podcast and you just continue on. But what does it look like to live intentionally as a family, as parents, as you guide your children? So I want to encourage you to write two to three actionable steps. As soon as we, as soon as we, uh, and we stop here, um, I want you to journal it. Write it down. What are things you will do? Um, you know, maybe tonight or tomorrow. Uh, you, you're... 99.9% of our families are going to have time. And so <laughs> I encourage you to, uh, to to do that and to seize the opportunity to not live in fear, but understand the opportunity that we have uh, to, to lead our children uh, through these uncertain times. So I uh, just want to encourage you and, and pray for you as, uh, as families that are listening. And I want to leave you with our kind of final uh, thought here that we always, we always leave at the every end of every podcast is, Wherever you are as a family, that's a great place to start. So we're praying for you. Until next time, thanks.